In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I was thinking about scary movies that threw me off a little bit. The Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Boo. We're going to count. This is part two of our Halloween spooktacular episode. Uh, last episode, we talked about why people like scary movies. This episode, I'm going to count down my top 10 scary movies of all time. So yeah, join with us. If you like scary movies, this should entertain you. You should be interested. Even if you don't, hang in there because I'm sure you know some of these movies. And then also, I'm giving away a bunch of free stuff. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Enjoy the spooky intro. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David Albright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome to the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. Ooh, scary. I still do. I just crap my pants. <laughs> oh, please go outside, Matt. Yeah. Matt's like two feet from me across the table. But Can you smell that? Welcome, people. Welcome to the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. This is David Wright. I am the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode. We are here in the Podcast Nation Southfield Studios. Again, Matt Fox is uh, sitting over there running my stuff, running the computer and the board and, and uh, keeping me filled up on drinks and doing all oh, kinds of yeah, cool stuff. I'm, I'm falling behind here. I Are you? Oh, no, no. You're Whenever you're ready. I see you're not done yet. So. Oh, I'm good. I'll, I'll <laughs> you're, you. Oh, you're good? Yeah. So welcome, folks, to the podcast. If you're watching on Facebook Live, thanks for checking in. We record every Friday evening from 5 to 6. We record two episodes at a time, so you can jump in and, and stay with us for an hour on Friday evenings. Um, my number one fan, Alan Benson, usually checks in on Fridays. It's his taco night, so uh, we'll look for him. Maybe he had something going tonight. But, uh, yeah, we appreciate Alan. I want to give him a shout-out because uh, maybe he's busy getting Halloween candy. Because it is the Friday before Halloween as we record this. So thanks, folks, for checking in. Let me tell you where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find all kinds of cool stuff, including my podcast page, my product page where you can get MP3 downloads, my contact page where you can book me for a show, whether that be for a high school post-prom, a high school grad night, all-night party, a college orientation or freshman incoming freshman party, whether you be a corporation that wants to have a show for your employees, whether you are a, a, a range talent for a casino or a club and want to have somebody come in, whether you're a, um, I don't know, whether you just want to have a party with a, with a, you know, 50, 60, 100 of your closest friends. Why not? I do those too. So look me up. I'm always available. Well, not always available because my spring schedule is filling up. But, but yeah, have me for a show. And if you've never seen a hypnosis show, check out my website. Look at some of the clips. You'll love it. Fantastic time. Everybody gets involved. I, I adjust the show to whatever you want. If you want it G-rated, we can do that. If you want an R-rated show, we have that as well. Why not? We call it the adult show. Kind of like most of these scary movies are R-rated. Yeah, yeah, the adult show. And just for adult show. All right. But those are fun too. So yeah, 
uh, look me up for a show. I'd be happy to travel. I, I go all over the United States. I've not gone out of country yet, but if you're listening from another country, I'd be happy to come to Germany and do a show for you. As long as you know English, because I don't know German quite yet, but you know, I'm working on it. All right. Fair enough. Um, oh, I used to know, uh, uh, I used to know, give me a beer, please. Uh, ich bin ein... Irstein? Uh, oh, no. I, I used to know it, and I, I totally blanked on the mind. Um, my son and I took a, a class trip to Germany three years ago. All right. So I knew some basic German then. Oh, I can't think of the name for beer. It's going to drive me crazy. That's okay. So anyway, yeah, uh, book me for a show. Uh, give me a uh, contact through my website or on the phone, and uh, let's hook you up with the show. That would be fantastic. Mm. You can find me on social media, Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, which are all Motor City Hypno, and that's H-Y-P-N-O. Boo. Catch man, all of those. Hypno boo. Um, and as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff, including my free hypnosis guide, which is which is available every episode. And as we mentioned last time, since we're doing a Halloween special and some people might not like scary stuff, I'll throw in the link for a free hypnosis for insomnia download as well. Just in case. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. That is my new book. It has been out for over two months now. It is available on Amazon. It is available on Barnes & Noble. It is available from all of your local bookstores. If they don't have it on the shelf, they can order it. It is available for all bookstores through Ingram Spark. They supply all of your bookstores with books. So if you want to get that, um, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or your local bookstore, they know where to get it. Perfect. And if you please pick up that book, it's, it's not a huge read. It's 120 just less than 150 pages. I think 147, 148, something like that. Um, if you do read it, I would appreciate leaving you leaving a review, whether that's on Amazon, whether it's at Barnes & Noble. Um, the reviews really help because it gets more people to look at it and more people to buy it, which helps me out. And I, I want people to get this book because I have a lot of cool stuff in there as far as changing your thinking process, as far as changing the way you, you've always thought about things that will bring changes to make you more successful going forward. That's the whole kind of idea of this book. I've, I had an idea for this for a long time and just really in the last year said, okay, I'm going to make this happen now. So yeah, Empower Your Mind for Success, A Hypnotic Guide. Take a look on Amazon. The Amazon link and the Barnes & Noble link will be in the show notes. So if you want to pick it up, I'll provide those for you. Please leave a, re a review. Mm. And as I always say, if you're listening to the podcast, whether you're on Facebook or whether you're listening to the audio on whatever platform you're on, it, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, there's a million of them. There's a tons of platforms for podcasts. Wherever you're listening, please click, like, enjoy, connect, uh, sign away your soul, whatever the click <laughs> thing is for you to get my podcast every episode. Click on that. And wherever you're listening, please leave a review because, again, reviews help me. Reviews help me get to other people who might like the show and then they refer other people. It just helps me to build my audience. So I would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Awesome. Yes. So, yeah, I think we got through everything. It yes, is time. Did. Here we go. For our winner of the week. That's how winning is done. 
All right. This this is just a cool story. It it, it there's a there's a lot of um, I mean I can say it. There's a lot of just bad people in the world. Mm-hmm. A lot of bad news. A lot of things that are just straight out shitty. Just you know you hear terrible things and terrible stories and and that's why really that, honestly that's where this winner of the week came from. I'm like. Let's talk about good things. Let's talk. Let's put the focus on people who do good things and achieve good things. Yes, please. And make people feel better. So the the title of this article is "Faith in Humanity Restored." So All right. That, that's, that's that's the title of the article. That's that very I broad. It is very broad. So yeah. I'm going to get into the details. After Chris Person, his name is P E R S O N, just like you spell person. Mm-hmm. After Chris Person lost his wallet outside a public store. He searched the area multiple times. I got my hand up real quick. Yep. Publix. Is yep. this in Florida? It's it's in a southern state, uh, Palmetto Bay, Florida. Okay. Yep. yep. Go on. So even after his 72-year-old mother scoured the parking lot, oh my goodness. apparently she was with him, and looked at surveillance footage with the store manager, they came up empty. he completely given up hope. Mm-hmm. The wallet contained his driver's license, which you'd expect, his COVID vaccination card, mm-hmm. his credit cards, um, $100 in cash, and another gift card that could have been easily been redeemed by mm. anyone. If it's a gift card, right. you just you just redeem it. So he'd, he'd given up hope and went home. The next day, three strangers showed up to his home <laughs> okay. in Palmetto Bay, Florida. How'd they know his address? They had, they had his license. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> their, their name were Pennywise, Jason, and Michael Myers. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Halloween joke for yeah, you. There you go. <laughs> oh, good yeah. for you. Hi, I'm Freddie. Hey, was, my name's Mike. Hey, I'm Jay. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad joke. Yeah. I <laughs> like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? Yeah, it's crazy. Sorry. So anyway, his name was Lucas Perry. 15-year-old Lucas Perry found the wallet in the parking lot, which had fallen out of Chris's pocket. Hmm. And with his father and sister, decided to drive to Chris's address to personally hand deliver it, to give him his wallet back. Wow. Chris, who's the owner, the guy who lost the wallet, became impressed with the values that Eduardo Perry had obviously instilled in his children, especially because every dollar of the more than $100 in the cash was still in the wallet. That's awesome. They, here's the other thing. They all refused to keep the money that Chris offered them. So he offered them the hundred bucks. He's like, "Thank you. Take take the money. Thank you for bringing this back." They said, "No, we don't want that. No, we just we... want to do the right thing." Um, Eduardo was adamant about teaching his children the impact of selfless, honest acts. Um, and then the the guy, the Chris, who lost the wallet, said, "I have a strong feeling these two teens would have done it anyway." Mm. So I mean, again, the dad teaching the teenagers do the right thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where the story is going. So here's the other thing, and I want to add on to this because this this is kind of a thing nowadays. I have a 19 year old son, and um, he's 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 good. He's a good kid. Not not bashing him in any way. If, uh, he doesn't listen usually, but maybe just in case. So Chris said he was also impressed by the respectful attitude of Lucas and his 17 year old sister Maya, while they talked about everything from Jimi Hendrix to Lucas artwork. The two teens never looked down at their phone once. They were engaged in a conversation, never checked their phones, never looked down. That's impressive. In tune. 
And then, and then uh, Chris, uh, he said, we found so many commonalities between us, especially a love of classic rock. He said, I'm fortunate to know this wonderful, gifted, and talented family. I know that because we spent a good amount of time listening to Maya play my guitar and sing Let It Be with her beautiful voice. Hmm. So the following weekend, Chris and his wife got a new TV and decided they didn't need their souped-up surround sound system anymore. Chris thought Eduardo is very much into quality audio, so he called him up and asked him if he wanted it. He, he said, take it. I want you to have this. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he gave him a sound, souped-up sound system nice. to the father to enjoy. And he said, I made three new friends today. What an amazing experience. So I, I like the story because it goes beyond, oh, these teenagers returned my lost wallet. It's right. like the, the whole thing. One, they took, they returned it. They insisted on doing it in person with their dad. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't take any money out of it. They, they took were the respectful. time. Respectful. Yeah. They got to know them. They never looked at their phones. The whole thing is just a cool story. Like, there is hope for teenagers. They're not all, you know. Yeah, they're not all bad. There's a hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- there are. There, there's some very, probably, very moral, kind, giving teenagers out there. You're, you're, and you're not yeah. wrong in right. any way, shape, or form. Because we, I, and I, I, again, I go back. I think I said it earlier this episode or last episode. There's so much bad out there that's reported on. We think that's the majority of people, and I don't believe right. it is. No, I, I think I think these kind of stories are probably more happen more often than we even know because this just, isn't this isn't news to most people, right? And it takes one bad apple. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and it spoils the whole bunch. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, two, the teenagers and um, Chris and their dad, Eduardo, which is what a great story. It's a great story. Thank you for sharing. Winners, bam. That's how winning is done. Yes, sir. All right, so the other side so- of me. Back to it. Yep. The banker side of me. Yes. Is okay. You you lost your wallet. Who knows where it was and who had it before these individuals did? Right. You still get your driver's license uh, changed or um, your credit cards get those renewed, right? And, re- and changed up because they had numbers, CVV codes. Yep. The whole yep. Shebang. They had everything. They had everything. So you still. Yep. You know, still gotta protect yourself. Oh, absolutely. And you know? and I had an issue, and I'll tell you. So I had this was recently within the last three months. I, I had a, and, and I'm good at this because with my business, um, our, my clinic, my business, I'm, I'm pretty active. I, I, I look at my account almost every day because right. I want to see what's coming in and going out because right. most of our payments come in EFT. They're electronic payments from yeah. insurance companies. So I looked one day and I saw Netflix $7.99 from somewhere in Mexico. Right. right. And I'm like, whoa, That's what not is me. that? Yeah. So I went to log into Netflix my password was changed. Ah, see. So something was up. So that they had, they were able to charge my credit card and log into my Netflix. That's because they had your email address. Apparently, right? Yes. So I had to change my Netflix, re-log in, have them send me a security thing to my phone, mm-hmm. of course, because mm-hmm. that's why they have those phone security codes. Right, 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 right. Call my bank, get a new new debit card issued. Right. So, and I'm not a financial guy, but here's my recommendation. I, I I have a I follow a couple of guys. I, I know this sounds very cliche. People don't. I follow a couple of financial guys on YouTube, but these are not like like these are not get rich quick guys. No, these no. are guys like here. These things need to be taught in high school. You need to mm-hmm. learn in high school how to invest. 
Mm-hmm. What are the risks? How much should you put away? Mm-hmm. How do you balance a checkbook? How yeah. do you, how, what do you do with a credit card? What, what is that used for? Not taught in high school. Not taught in high school. And that, that drives me crazy. And I yeah. wish I would have had this at 16, 17, mm-hmm. 18. Yep. Um, but I, I follow a couple guys that are very smart with finances, and, and one of the guys says, don't use a debit card. It's not, it's not as secure as a credit card. Credit mm-hmm. card, you have insurance. Mm-hmm. You can call a credit card company and say, I didn't, pay, I, I didn't do this. Right. They'll take care of it. Well, because on a credit card, that's not cash. If it's a right. debit card, it is cash. It they is cash. It's coming to... out of an account that you have money in. Right. Yes. Liquid cash. Yes. That's out there. Yes. So. So, so again, offshoot on a tangent, but if you can help it, Use a credit card mm-hmm. because there's protection there. Correct. And there's a limit other than emptying your bank account. Correct. That could be your limit. That is correct. But, so, yeah. Wow. And okay. anyway, I got story. you off. That's scary. Yep. The world's scary enough as it is. Yeah. So. Oh, I know. It, it is. It's crazy. <laughs> now we get off on the financial tangent. but yeah. Uh, yeah. I could talk for hours yeah. in that regard. Oh, I know. That would Maybe scare we'll the, do that one day. Yeah, I'll scare the crap out of people. No, I, I, I because I, 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 well, especially my younger viewers, I want you to know. And I, okay, we'll stay on tangent for a minute. <laughs> I tell my son who's 19, I'm like, listen, dude, and I say this to him, I'm like, I want 10%, whatever, whatever you make. I know he's in school right now, and people, here's the excuse. Well, I'm in school. I can't afford to invest. I'm like, dude, listen, 10%, that's all I'm asking. 10% of what you make, mm-hmm. I, want you to, I want you to put it, in invest account. it. Not even a savings account. I mean, yeah, a savings account would be great, but mm-hmm. I want you to go in like a, like a mutual fund or an index fund or something that... You're going to put away and you'll never see it until you're 50. Just right. Do you want to do class A share, class B share, yeah, class C share? Yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter. As long as, as long as you have a chance to increase your, your, your income, to increase that exponentially over the course of 30 years. Right, right. I'm, I'm telling you. It, and it was Albert Einstein that mm-hmm. said the compound interest is the greatest thing the it, human brain ever came up with. Yep. He, she who understands it, earns it. He, yes. she that doesn't, pays it. Yes, because that's what credit cards are. They're co- negative compounding, compounding interest. interest. You never get ahead. <laughs> and, and I wish I could tell high schoolers, don't get a credit card don't with a $1,000 balance mm-hmm. that you can use. And pay back. And pay back every month. Correct. That's it. Right. I know. I know. We'll, we'll do, we'll, <laughs> I, I'm serious. I want to do a show on this just for our, young, our younger audience. Financial stress. Does, In the meantime, our yeah. winners of the week. <laughs> You did that. <laughs> oh, that's how winning is so I, done. I, I, I brought yeah. you down that tangent. No, no, I, I, I'm very passionate about this because yeah. I wish I, I, you know, as a, as a mature adult, and I'm, you know, I'm in my fifties. I wish that would have got. I wish I would have gotten that when I was 16, 17, 18, right. and followed through on it because I'm telling you, if you're less than 20 years old, even if you're 25. I guarantee in 30 years you can be a millionaire, mm-hmm. and it's not that difficult. Nope. It's not. Okay. Just scary movies. That's what, that's what we're talking about now. Nice segue. Yes. I ain't listening to you no more. <laughs> I know, no, listen to me now because it's, it's, it's good stuff coming up right now. Listen. Oh, good for you. Hear me now and listen to me later. <laughs> okay, we're talking about... Okay, so, so scary movies, it's just like any other top 10 list. You're probably going to be like, ah, why did you put that in there? Or, oh, you missed that one. That's such that's the best one. I heard the worst top 10 list this morning did of, you? Of, of, of Halloween movies. Uh-oh. One of them was a silent movie from no. 1919. No. 
like that's not a horror flick. No, you can't, no, no. So it's interesting. I do have a couple of older ones in here, okay. and you'll you'll probably know them when I get to them. So Fair I'm going to start with number ten. We're okay. counting down ten to one, of course. So, and we're talking about scary movies. So this is not gore necessarily. Okay. And that's fair. This is, this is what, what makes you feel scared. Psychological thrillers. Psychological. Or it could be, it could be something that makes you feel physically Suspen- scared. Suspenseful. This is a, this is an obscure one. Number 10 is Duel. Duel. Duel from 1971. This was Steven Spielberg's first major production. Really? Yes. I've never seen it. His first movie came out in 64 was he directed written and directed a movie at age 17 that cost him $500. (laughs) So technically that's his first movie. Okay. This is his second or technically first big budget movie. Duel. Duel. Um, It was um, a movie about a guy who's terrorized. Now the premise of this sounds very ridiculous, but it's very much a psychological and physical thriller. This guy is on his cross-country trip, and this he's being terrorized by this trucker that keeps appearing. Oh, jeez. And he it just gets progressively more aggressive as the movie goes on. Was he screaming, my $2 the entire time? No, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> I want my $2. <laughs> um, Thanks for the ride, but, lady. But psychologically, it's, it's a fantastic ride, movie. Yeah. It, it, it really is. It, it's in, and I know I, it's obscure and not many people have seen it, but I remember seeing this as a kid and it blew me away. That's why it's stuck in my mind all these years out. later. Duel, 1971, Steven Spielberg directed. All right. Um, it's, it's um, oh, I can't think of that. It doesn't matter. I can't think of the actors in it right now, but that's fine. Um, number nine is another older one from 1986, The Hitcher. Oh yeah, that was uh, Rutger God, Hauer. Rutger Hauer, yes, yep. yeah. Again, another just it, it's it's a it's just like whoa! It just blows your mind. It's mm. it's it's freaky and scary, and he plays the best villain in the world. It's Rutger Hauer, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Rutger I Hauer am. not in Blade Runner is or it? not in right the Dark Knight series <laughs> or yeah. I've seen things. No, that's not this Rutger Hauer. Yeah, yeah not that. Not that. So eight, since we're talking about scary movies, we have to, and, and it's Halloween time, we have to say Halloween. Halloween oh, was yeah. one of the original just, and I'm not talking gore because there's not a lot of gore in that movie. No, there's not. It's all surprise, it's, jump it's, out of the it's corner type It's all suspense, deal. scary. Yep. Um, and Jane Curtin, Jane Curtin scream. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, J- Do what I well, say, Jane, Jane Curtin? Jane Curtin, yeah. you, inter- Jamie you ignorant slut. <laughs> that, that, that's that's from SNL. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes, that. I'm sorry. Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. Yes, and the, Jamie Lee and, Curtis. And the scream. Is, yes. I'm sure Jane Curtin could scream. I'm sure she probably has a good go, scream. Go on. <laughs> <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. Uh, so, yeah, Halloween, of course, is one of the original ones that 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 was just even as a kid when I saw that. It was, yeah, it was, it was a scary movie. It was mm-hmm. scary to watch. You know, you just didn't know what was happening. Uh, and I know some of these have become caricatures of themselves over time. Yes. Like Halloween 3D mm-hmm. or, you know. But the original, go back to the originals, man. It's just, it's just a good movie. Just wait, thirty years. Halloween '64. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis will be in a wheelchair, <laughs> rolling around, and, sucking on oxygen, yeah, uh-huh. trying to scream. <gasps> Number seven, The Shining. Ooh, good pick. Yep, um, that's a good pick. 
The movie veers way away from the novel. Yeah. Stephen King never liked that adaptation. No, he did not. But as a movie, Kubrick did uh, a, he did a great job in the movie. Yes. And in fact, some of the things, and again, not to get off in a soapbox, but some of, some of these were improvements because in the book, in case you don't know, if, you, if I'm spoiling it, should have read it by now. It came out in 1980s. Right. Um, he, he didn't have an ax at the end. No. It was a croquet mallet. Oh, see, I so did not, not nearly I as deadly. That. I did not nope. know that. Yeah. I'll work at no play, make Jack hit the ball wrong. Yep. yep. Yeah. I mean, that part was in there, the writing part, but yeah. but he didn't have it. The axe, there was no axe in the book. I just I just love the ad lib, though. Here's Johnny. Yep. And totally ad libbed. Totally ad libbed. And there was a TV miniseries, I don't know if you remember. Oh, I don't. That came out that was more accurate to the book. Hmm. And probably not as satisfying because you've never seen it. Right, right. That that tells you something. That Kubrick, hmm. Kubrick did his thing with the movie. That's what he did. Right. It's one of the classics, yeah. and it comes up in um, Ready Player One. Yes, if it you've does. Seen that movie. Yes, it is. Whole it, it, sequence about that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, hello, naked lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> um, number six. Again, this is another little obscure one. You may have heard of it. Last House on the Left. Oh my goodness gracious! 1972, the original, yes, because it the was original. Remade. There was a remade. I think if I, it was remade. It wasn't Rob Zombie. Somebody else remade it though. Uh, was it Guillermo del Toro? No, no, it was it was somebody that was not that famous. Okay, but yeah, the, the it was original a lot more visceral, a lot more more uh, violent. Yes, the remake. Yes, yes, it was. Hey, let's get a microwave. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. thanks. But yeah, yeah the last original. house on the left, I saw probably I was a young younger kid, maybe young teenager. Uh, but yeah, that movie freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was that's a scary. Why, one. That's why I won't live in the woods in the country. Uh, <laughs> number five. Okay, we're halfway through. All right. Number five again, a classic, and and I don't think anybody could argue this. Is Psycho. Right, Norman Norman Bates, man. Norman Bates, and and. The whole the, the whole story about that movie was so great because I mean it was nineteen sixty. You couldn't show gore. No. You couldn't show somebody actually getting stabbed. Right. It was all just point of view and music and 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 cuts. Right. That's how they did that whole thing. Just how creepy was Norman Bates when he introduces the uh, room to his new tenant? And he goes, "If you need anything, just knock on the wall. I'll I'll be right over." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and um um. I'm trying to think of his name. It's the star, Hopkins. Um, not Anthony Hopkins. No, it's not no. Anthony Hopkins. Uh, whatever. Just just the creepiest, creepiest guy in the world. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Psycho was a – and, again, it, it's, it's something that kind of changed – cinema changed movies and the way things were made because well, yeah the cinematography between the when they did the face change between uh-huh. the actor and his mom right um that and, was the first and, time and plus done. Do anthony perkins anthony perkins yes um uh, plus the whole shower scene which was very questionable back in the 1960s mm-hmm. in 1960 was like we can't show this but they did everything so well without showing anything really they didn't show a whole lot of anything during that scene so again a, a classic um, number four, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Very popular, very like, um, again, very overdone since then as far as, I don't know, 
kind of people making more fun of it or it kind of being a caricature of itself. But at the time, people loved that as a horror movie. Um, it just was it was so bizarre and just like, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah, very, very bizarre. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was... Um, I mean, it earned its place. It was one of those that are that are still talked about even now, many years later. Of course, this one it has to be in there because this this at one time was this what what they consider the scariest movie ever made, and that's The Exorcist. Mm. I mean, you know, even watching it now, yeah, some of the effects are practical and and and, but there's but they. In a way, they still hold up because they didn't have CGI then. They didn't mm-hmm. have anything then. So, so the the way they made this, and again, the, it was if 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 you're squeamish, don't watch that movie because there's a lot of of, of there's a lot of overlap with what well, it's an exorcism. So it's about a demon and the devil and religious things that are very for 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 a lot of religious people very disrespectful. Let's say <laughs> to say the least. Right, but. It's 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 again. It's one of those movies that for for a long time people were like, "Oh my god, that I don't want to." Even now, I, I'm sure there are people now who are like, "Nope, I'll never watch it. I'm never going to see it. I don't want to know about it. I mm. don't want to see it." Again, one again, as far as scary movies go, that's up there. Oh gosh, help me coming across yeah, or save stomach. me coming. It across. was help me. Was yep. it help me? Yep, oh. yep, it was. Yep. Yeah, that that movie kind of creeped me out. Yep, in, in its entirety. And, and, and plus, it, again, the whole disturbing part it was a little girl, yes. and a lot of the things that went on were like, ooh, right. Mm, but I, I will see that. I will tell you, it was really fun. I was uh, trolling the Potomac yeah. on a little, uh, you know, boat cruise, and you go through that Maryland, mm. and then the staircase where the the priest stumbled down at, at Georgetown. The end, in Georgetown, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. That's the same staircase from the movie itself. Yep. Absolutely, and that's a big tourist attraction because mm-hmm. of that. Sure yep. is. Absolutely. Okay, number three was The Exorcist. Awesome. Number two, Silence of the Lambs. Again, another one of the best written and acted movies. Quid pro quo, Dave. Why? Quid pro quo. Um, uh, Fava beans and a nice Chianti. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that again. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's... uh, What in blazes are you talking about? Her walking through in the dark. You know, with uh, with nothing, and then the, the great thing in that movie was was the cinematography. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, a lot of the movie was face on, right to the camera. Right, and you didn't see that before then. Maybe you did, but not to that degree. Mm-hmm. And it just brought you right into what was going on with those characters. Correct. Uh, I mean, great cinematography choice as far as just and Jonathan Demme directed that, by mm-hmm. the way, but. Yeah, those straight-on looks right into the camera mm-hmm. were just incredible. She puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> and rubs the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> so, yeah, that's number two. And, again, a, a fantastic movie. In fact, one of the few uh, – I, I wish I would have wrote it down in my notes because I read it earlier. One of the few horror movies to ever win an Oscar. Mm. That one won mm. for Best Picture I, that Yes, year. it did. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Anthony Hopkins won for best actor. I supporting? could be wrong on was that. Was it supporting or actor? I, I I don't know. I could be wrong on that, but All right. even though he was only in like five minutes of the yes, entire movie. Very, yeah. very small time duration in that movie yeah. as far as FaceTime. Yep. So we're down to number one. 
Which is kind of funny to say FaceTime because he took someone else's. During yeah, the movie. took somebody at face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and not like uh, John Travolta and Nick Cage did. Oh no, 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 no yeah, either. totally different. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number one. Yeah, number one. Okay, let me do. Let me run through some honorable mentions because there's so many. There's so many, and it was so hard to pare this down. All right. Uh, Carrie mm-hmm. was a great movie. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Great. Back in I think that was seventy eight. Seventy eight. Somewhere along there, Misery. Um, again, psychological, not uh, not gore. Mm-hmm. Well, psychological. called the yeah. hobbling one. Yeah, yeah. The hobbling Oof. part. Yeah. That, that was a bit. Um, the favorite. thing. Uh, the nineteen seventy one. The early version or the Kurt Russell version. I like the older one. Okay. Just my thing. The Omen. Oh yeah. That as a kid, that freaked me out. That <laughs> movie just totally sent me over the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, here's well, Nightmare on Elm Street, which again is a classic, but. Mm-hmm. It's become character characterized, characterized over yeah. the years. Yes. Jacob's Ladder with Ooh, Tim Robbins. Good, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And The Mist was another one that was like psychological. There's and been scary. a couple versions of The Mist that have yeah. come out. I think Tom Welling did one. Yep. Uh, the one with um, it's like the original. Thomas Jane. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. And and a lot of actors because uh, uh, Frank Darabont directed that, who directs The Walking Dead, or mm. did direct mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. A lot of crossover actors you'll recognize in that movie. Fair enough. Uh, so number one, there we Night go. of the Living Dead, <laughs> nineteen sixty-eight. Yep, it's just the original zombie. That that's where it started. Yeah. That's I mean, I'm the sure black. there was zombie before zombies before that, but this was this one really brought it to the forefront. Yeah. And and I there there are so many film classes that study this was movie. It, was that the black and white one? Yes. Yes. Black and white one. Yep. The original when when the uh, when the gentleman comes out the very comes walking up no spoilers because if you haven't seen well, it shame on you it came out in 1968 68. so but yeah the gentleman it. comes walking up from the basement and the chick had to shoot him yes but they were like bonded like you had mentioned yes. earlier yes it it creates a bond and they were bonded because they had yes. lived through it yep. but <laughs> yep and and it's just one of those uh, and I distinctly remember as a kid losing sleep over this one mm-hmm. I don't know why my mom rest in peace mm-hmm. she's passed many years ago yeah. but. Why she let me watch this at age six, seven, eight? I have no idea. But wow. oh man, I was scared of that movie for years before I'd watch it again. Yep, it totally freaked me yeah. out. Poltergeist is my uh, bane. Oh, Poltergeist is another good yeah. one. Poltergeist is one of the banes of uh, my childhood. Yep, yeah, I, I can imagine that would be pretty scary. But yeah, Night of the Living Dead is is in it's it's again it's kind of the. I know there were horror movies before that. I mean, you go back to the original Nosferatu mm-hmm, and, and, mm-hmm. and older movies like that, but that one really kind of put Carpenter on the map, mm-hmm. and and it things kind of went from there. It, mm-hmm. it, there was there was a big progression from that to what we have today. Wow. Yeah. So cool, folks. Excellent. That's my top ten horror movies or scary movies. Yeah, I can I call them horror. Yeah. They're horror in a way. Again, it's not necessarily gore, but it is scary. Something that would make you uneasy to watch and something that would bring up that fight or flight response. So, yeah, that's it, folks. Thanks for that. So, yeah, thanks for checking in on these last two Halloween episodes, our Halloween Spooktacular. We will see you next time with a, I don't know, we'll do something new. We'll be into November by then. and um, Bring it. We'll have some fun. Let's do it. In the meantime, folks, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.